I say nothing. There you go. I think you may have something here. Welcome to the Edge of Town Foolery, Season 3. I declare bankruptcy! Don't you want me? Yeah, baby! Yeah! I declare open the Olympic Games of 1976, celebrating the 21st Olympiad of the modern era. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. We have a trade to announce. I think you're going to want to hear this. You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with uh, I don't know. Uh, Speaking uh, moistly on them. And the Avalanche are 2022 Stanley Cup champions. Left side, Swanson to first. The Browns are world champions. It's time for another episode of your favorite podcast. Well, maybe not your favorite, but fourth or fifth on the list. It's the Edge of Tom Foolery. I'm your host, Bruce Mackey, and with me, as always, one of my favorite guys, the mayor of Ivanhoe himself, Sir Robert of Morris. How are you, Bobby? I'm doing pretty good, Bruce. And uh, everyone loves a little Timmy Trumpet to get us going, you know? And joining us from the uh, foothills of the, well, I can say it in one word, the foothills of the Hemel, of the, of the Banff, of the, the Rocky, uh, from Calgary, Alberta, Steve Height, how are you? I'm doing excellent. I don't know what their foothills are, but they're sure at Sleepy Joe's foothills. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and for those of you who, who, who maybe perhaps missed it, uh, I, I think it was last week we talked about on the episode. Uh, let's just see if we can get it on here. Uh, I don't know. Favorite, can, single word. There we go. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. Single word. You have to love Sleepy Joe, and um, you know, uh, yeah, just just have to love him. So I want to get right into. We we have a whole whack of things to to cover and just random thoughts. So how do you think Sleepy Joe? Would pronounce number 72's last name from the Ooh, yeah. Montreal Canadiens. Bob, are you willing to take a crab, <laughs> a stab at... Uh, uh, it, it wouldn't be Jack Eye, I'm sure. It, it is! I, I mean, he wouldn't... He wouldn't it pronounce him. it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He, he wouldn't be able to... He would say, I can sum it up in three words. Uh, Arbor Jack Eye. So I, I had uh, been in an auction and I got a... Uh, some gift plus an autograph puck, and of the pucks I could have got, I could have got uh, Cole Caulfield, Nick, uh, Nick Suzuki, uh, Slavkovsky, or Arbor Jackeye. And I got Arbor Jackeye. You picked Wi Fi. There you go. Costco's Employee of the Month. And uh, really, yeah. Congrats. Uh, he actually, uh, the one thing I love about Arbor Jackeye, he reminds me of Marty McSorley in the way he plays. Mm-hmm. And plus, he was not drafted yeah, in into the, the OHL, mm-hmm. and he was not drafted into the NHL. In the way he was not drafted. Yeah. 
and I heard a rumor recently that uh, a couple of seasons ago, you know, during the mid in the American Hockey League, there there was you know, we always are looking for PTOs and guys that aren't drafted and things like that. I heard a rumor that there was that we needed a defenseman a couple uh, the last season the season before we needed a defenseman, and they really couldn't pronounce the there was two guys that were available and they couldn't pronounce his last name so they picked the other guy oh no <laughs> and it's like well we who's the puck moving def- it wasn't because they couldn't pronounce his name but who was the puck moving defenseman and it's like well you know can you imagine I I love that name. Arbor Jackeye, yeah. like what's not to love about it? I I wanted exactly. Jersey. Bruce. I, it just struck me. Can you imagine Jim Gregory with? Oh that? dear glory! We want another Canadian. <laughs> Jim Gregory, rest Stevie, his soul. Rest his soul. He he would always come on. Would it be for the second round or the third or fourth? Af, yeah, after Batman had had enough. Yeah. At the NHL oh, draft, yeah. Jim Gregory would come up and. And he would get the draft picks wrong. Like he would, he'd call, he'd call the thing, uh, uh, and he'd be saying, "Okay, go ahead, Tampa." And then uh, the guy would come on. And he goes, uh, "It's Philadelphia's pick, Jimmy." <laughs> and so, and so then he, and then he left off the side, and he goes, uh, "Sorry, can you repeat that? Go ahead, Tampa." And then this guy behind me <laughs> shouted, "It's Philadelphia's pick, you idiot!" <laughs> And then he picked a oh. he, he he mispronounced uh, Branko Radovojevic. Mm-hmm. He called oh, yeah. him. Uh, I mean, he butchered it. It was Branko Radojevic, wasn't yeah, it? There, yeah, it was. There was Javex in there somewhere. I'm and, pretty sure. Yeah. And uh, I think you you got laughing so hard at the one you're like, can you please pick some more North American players? <laughs> yeah, there was one that was. Poor guy. We uh, we think he's from Sweden. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to that. And then. I think this was post, uh, I don't know what you call it, era, but he, he reported that the one player was from Czechoslovakia. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> After yeah, the breakup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was going to say, that whole Iron Curtain thing is pretty confusing oh, for yeah. some people. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Gorbachev yeah. had torn down that wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True it was, story. It was good. Um, so, uh, speaking of hockey, this was a, this was an interesting thing that was it come up and rule changes. The Maine Mariners, which are which are an East Coast Hockey League team, are inviting fans to throw underwear and bras on the ice after the team's first goal this coming Sunday. Wow! <laughs> so you have the teddy bear toss. I was gonna say, yeah, is that just, that's just a teddy toss. I think is what a that teddy was called. Toss, exactly. Yeah, that's a, that is a teddy toss. Yeah, so Yikes. I'm taking it to a whole new level. Yikes! Yeah, no. I, I'm just reminded. Like, do you bring new stuff or is it? Yeah. The very pants you were wearing. Remember that Seinfeld episode where Kramer was returning <laughs> the pants, the very pants he, he was wearing in pants, the very pants he was about to return. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Jerry's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something going on in Maine I don't know about? Like, yeah. what's going on over so there? So I had a, I, I, I reached out to a friend who played played there. And I said, hey, this is your old team. What's going on? He said, actually, yeah. he's playing now in the coast with the Toledo Walleye. A great oh, team name. Okay. Uh, and the Toledo Walleye. And I said, uh, have you heard this? And he goes, actually, there's like two or three teams that are doing it now. Like, it's becoming the new thing. <laughs> wow. And I do, wow. is it, are you throwing, is it to raise? You know, I don't know. It, it, it opens some question. Is it to raise, like, you know, some places do socks. And so you throw new socks in a bag yeah. and then you give them. Is this to get underwear and bras for like homeless shelters or Bob? Let's say let's say it is. I, I guess they need them too. I, I don't know. Would you go to that game? 
No, no, no. Collateral damage alone and get hit in the back of the head with well, yeah, like, with a not worth uh, with a giant yeah. bra that just kind of goes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know if you've been yeah. skiing, but apparently this is a thing where have you been to the tree? My my daughters hate it because there's always a tree on the ski lift where it's full of bras. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah and every yeah. And it's not just one place. It's like every ski hill I've been to. There's a there's a tree with full of anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know. Speaking of my grandfather's rolling over in their grave, I think they'd be switching off the podcast and going, is there something on CBC News right now? <laughs> All right. So uh, what's, what's Peter Mansbridge up to? Yeah, Peter Mansbridge. Oh, yeah. So uh, in the Mackie household a couple of Sundays ago, I did we talk about the mouse in the house? Oh, you, you was it was an alleged mouse, so I don't know I don't know if you, you know what's going on. But... No, we, we had a mouse in our house. Oh wow. Okay. So I caught the mouse. Uh I had uh yeah, I think this was since our last podcast. So so what had happened uh, Sunday morning I'm getting up for church, <clears throat> whole house is asleep, and about six thirty I hear a blood curling scream. Uh oh. And I'm like, it was like someone died. It was just this right. like, yeah, I yeah, discovered yeah. the body and I'm like Isaac, is that you? Like, what, what? What's happening? <laughs> so then all of a sudden my phone rings. It says Isaac Mackey. Like he doesn't even bother to, now he just calls me on stuff. And it's like, I'm like, what's going on, Isaac? There's a mouse in my room. There's a mouse in my room. And so I was. his room? Yeah, it was right in his room. Wow. We're in the bowels in the basement of the house. And it had come yeah. out of the vent. And I, we choose our battles with our teenagers. And sure. we battled for several years about the state of the room. And the right. condition of the clothes, and he's almost twenty, and that was a battle we gave up on a little bit ago. The mouse right. had lots of uh, camouflage. Oh, and, uh, Bob, and but what it did, it precipitated a cleanup of that room, so now it's in mm. a lot better state. Huh. But, oh, nice! But the clothes were like the mouse was in the clothes; it was under the yeah. bed. Was it a big Yikes. one, like the the baby kangaroo on Looney Tunes? Or no, not, it wasn't. One, one, it wasn't one of those. No, but okay, the one in the garage is big, like that. We think. We think. Uh, do you have any any vermin or mice in your house, Bob? Listen, Steve, it's dangerous. My my lovely wife hates mice, and and we'll get some cold some colder weather here in Calgary, and they'll retreat into the garage, and I have to, I I set fourteen traps on average <laughs> wow. to try to to try to catch said mice. And, and have you caught uh, them? Oh yeah, I've caught them, and yeah, there was a. There was a string there where she made me put them right at the entrance to the garage where they get in the corner, and I'm just like, it, like it was, it was a bloodbath. Like I was taken out two or three a day. Are you supposed like, to park your car in the garage? Uh, we I'll get the minivan in there, but you know, there's there's not enough room for two cars. I haven't parked my car in the garage since the mid 2000s. Like it's been, yeah, yeah, it's a storage unit. It's what it is out there. Yeah. Um. Uh, Belleville fame. We were talking about the uh, Super Bowl, and uh, Bob, who did you pick? I. You must have picked the Eagles because the other team won, or did you pick the Chiefs? I think I picked the Chiefs. Okay, Bob Morris. So Isaac asked me. I said, "Well, I'm not picking the Chiefs. I'm picking the Eagles." And one reason is because I think the Chiefs always seem to do well, and I kind of want someone else. But the Eagles, I said, well, of course, we had Mike Shad, Belleville, yeah, right, with the yeah. Eagles. And Isaac's like, what? What? I said, oh, yeah, we had an NFL player who, who played in Belleville. They named the football field over. I thought they should have named it the Mark Wolf football field. Oh, that would have been good. But <laughs> I think they should have done it equal billing, the Mark 
Wolf, Mike Shad, Moira. Uh, Field at Comerica Park at uh, Wi-Fi Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. let let that that just gets into my next thing. So. Th- I am getting beside myself. I'm starting to act like Joe Biden here. I, 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 is it? So, what else the I went online and there they had a picture of Exhibition Stadium. They showed it, and you know the mistake by the lake. And I'm like, ah, you know, it's got some good memories in there. Did you ever get you? Did you ever get to Exhibition Stadium? Uh, I don't think I'm quite. I'm not a little too young for that one. Yeah, but, uh, I think yeah. they finished it in '89. So you would have been ten when I guess they shut it down. So yeah. you you been to Exhibition Stadium? I saw one Blue Jay game there. Yeah. Okay, I there saw several in the bleachers where they were. Like it was a multi-purpose facility, and so in the outfield fence, sometimes you just um, there were bleachers out there. You get general admission bleachers, and you would be just below the chain link fence, so you could barely see the ball game. Like when you're in the outfield, mm. it wasn't a an ideal thing, but it was called Exhibition Stadium. Right. Okay, the Cleveland ballpark, which they tore down, was called Municipal Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Can you name any baseball stadium today, Bob? Oh, up before the uh, the corporate buyout. Yeah, thing. everything's got a name to it, and then and they keep switching the names. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Fenway and Wrigley are still. Well, I guess they still are. Some of the old ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went. I, I went to what I thought was Safeco Field, but I think it was T-Mobile Park by the time I got. I went to a Seattle one, and I was, like, going to Safeco Field, and it wasn't that at all. So, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they're switching them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the Belleville Senators play in Cleveland, and it's the same same arena, same stadium that uh, the, the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers play in. Oh. oh, really? So it used to be Quicken Arena when I was mm-hmm. there in Cleveland, and I, I don't know what it is now. It's not that. It's, oh, okay. It's something different, and they keep changing the names. I don't know any of the names. No, is that where the Cleveland Barons would have played back in the day? No. No? Okay. Cleveland Barons, I think they they demolished that along with the Municipal Stadium, which had right. no sponsors, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I, there was another story that came out in baseball this week. A minor leaguer was... Uh, he was banned from for betting on baseball, and... Yeah, uh, Yasiel, or is it Yasiel Puig? Remember him? Used to play Puig. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati. The Dodgers. Yeah, and the Dodgers. He's in trouble for betting. So, oh, okay. So, help me understand this. You can murder a person. You can <laughs> beat your spouse. You can <laughs> do whatever. But we'll have you back. You know, come on back in. No problem. You bet on your team to win, you're fired. You know, you you know, uh, Pete Rose's helmet is over there, Bob. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, got yeah, Charlie yeah. Hustle's helmet on the yep. wall. Uh, he, I, I'm all for forgiveness. That man deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I, oh, I do not understand why he's not in the Hall of Fame. And I mean, I I don't know. I just don't understand how we can turn a blind eye to so many things. And I know the baseball purist did he ever bet on himself to lose no they said it was uh, always to win yeah and i don't understand that do you, does that make sense to you well baseball's got this whole big history with all the you know like the black Sox. Yes. And they just like it, like it's funny they want a pitch clock but yet they you know there's still stuff that that's what i'm saying you, you want go, a pitch like, clock but then you won't want right. you won't let yeah. P- charlie hustle get in the hall of fame 
Yeah, it's it's a weird sport. So <laughs> will will Pete Rose ever get in the Hall of Fame while he's alive, or do you think they'll admit him after he dies? I'm thinking probably after because I think if it was if it was going to be before, if I'm a betting man, I'm saying after. It, oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's put some money on that. Yeah, let's do that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, let's put the wager on that. Uh, have you seen this helmet here? This autographed helmet. I have not. And uh, who could you throw it at? Do you know who that is? I'll show it up to Steve and see if he can figure it out here. Oh, that's a good you know one. Oh, that's. Oh, what's that signature? And he th- now he's this this person is there's a history of I think he maybe he threw his glove at someone or took a batting helmet and threw it at a certain New York Yankees pitching coach or or bench coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Pedro Martinez? Pedro, I was just gonna say Pedro oh, okay. and Don Zimmer. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. So uh, that's wow. Pedro Martinez. Uh, Bobby and I are going to an Expos fest. In, oh, nice. in Montreal and it's Festivus. On, it's a Festivus for the rest of us and it's all retired Expos players there'll be some Canadians players Bob Ganey will be there uh, okay. Chris, Chris Chelios will be there and Vlad Guerrero Sr. is going to be there even nice. I will even I will feel young yes yeah. that's the Did problem they... I looked up to these guys they're my heroes you get to see them and then I'm like wait a yeah, minute they're... you're old now right <laughs> They, do they still do the exhibition games where they do a couple? In they haven't. No, they, they've stopped doing that. And um, Okay. I, I don't know why. It was, uh, I'm not sure why they stopped doing that. Like, it was yeah, the Jays that were doing it, but then yeah. um, th- it was always fun. So oh, yeah. we're going to Expos Fest, and I have a baseball that I caught uh, of Vlad Guerrero. I think it was his 17th home run of his career. Wow. And I have the ball, and I'm going to meet him that weekend, so I'm going to ask him to sign that ball, so. Oh man, that'd be cool. And and my plan is is to catch a Vladimir Guerrero Jr. home run ball. Oh uh, yeah, get them together. Yeah, we've got we've got kind of a mini season ticket package with the Jays this year, and we're out in the new outfield seats. Oh, that's so, that. The chances are good. Chances are high. I would think so. And then they've got the new raised bullpen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're with the, we're by the Jays side. But I kind of want to get on the opposition side to heckle the the opposition. Where where'd be the worst place to play in, in baseball? Like for hecklers. Oh, for sure. Like Yankee Stadium. Like the Bronx has got to be bad. The yeah. Bronx is bad. Phil- Philadelphia is probably. Oh, rough. yeah. They'd be yeah. bad too. They got some rough fans there. Yeah. I, I'm sure it's fine in Arizona. I'm sure they don't. They, I'm sure they swim in the pool. <laughs> Not in Mullet Arena. They bite people's hands in Mullet Arena. Have you seen that ouch, one? Ouch. Ouch. They bit the, yeah. the finger of a Boston Bruins fan. Ooh. That's the wrong side of the track, so you're you're in a whole other part of Arizona. Mm. You you're definitely are. Um, uh, I don't know if you've gone to see the movie Jesus Revolution just came out. And uh, have you have you heard about this movie? Jenny was talking about that. She's she's into what we in the business refer to as pop culture. So she knows <laughs> she knows. <laughs> A little less than my mother, Hurricane Heather, who had no idea who Tom Cruise was, or Tom Hanks for that matter. I'm gonna so. play. I'm gonna play music from the the soundtrack. So, let me preface it for you. It's a based on true. Oh, that is a little loud. Uh, based on real life story of the pastor Chuck Smith, and it's played by none other than Kelsey Grammer or everyone's beloved Fraser. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. That's cool. So yeah, big name, and so. The story that it's a true life story that took place in the 1960s and early 70s, 
in uh, California, and he had a small little church that was basically dying. And mm-hmm. they got talking about hippies, and his daughter said, "Well, you don't even know, you know, you don't even reach out to hippies." And and then this, a bunch of hippies had come to the Lord and started coming to his church, and they had turned their back on drugs, and then it started started to build and build and build. Wow. And then it was interesting to see in the movie, the people in the church are just like, "You can't, you shouldn't be talking to these hippies. You shouldn't be talking." Yeah. To them. So they're like, "If you're gonna, it's either them." With the drums in the music, or us, we're out of here. And uh, so then Kelsey Grammer, I don't want to give the whole movie away, but it, it in the, in that part of the movie, he stands up and he says, you know, the door of this church is always open to anyone who wants to come in. In the service, he said, any of you that are here, you are welcome here. You will always be welcome here. That door is always open for you. And that door always works the other way, too, if you don't feel welcome here. Oh. So then there was a, there was a, all the, about two or three families got up and, and walked out in the middle of the service. And then wow. there's an older gentleman that got up and he looked like he was going to walk out and he looked around and he went and sat with all the hippies. And it was just, that's it cool. was, it was very cool and very inspiring. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you should. So I, I highly recommend you go check it out. Hmm. But we got, yeah. we got the only problem I had with the movie was we were in the second last row. And we had Chatty Cathy behind oh, us, no. commenting, you know, like, you know, when it's when something's funny, and then it'd be like, "Oh yes, praise the Lord, yes!" And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> calm down, just should, a little bit." Like, there should be a separate Chatty Cathy screening. Yeah, it's like I, fill a questionnaire out. Our, our favorite Edmonton Oilers fan, Mark, uh, you know, Mark. Oh, Whenever yes. I'd go to a movie with Mark, Marky Webb, uh, if there was a big explosion or something like that, as soon as the explosion would hit, he'd yell, bye-bye, <laughs> <laughs> in the whole theater. And I'm like, One and every, oh, yeah. yeah, that was typical Marky. So. Where did you go to see this movie, Bruce? Well, here's the other thing. I'm a little angry, and I'm going oh. to call him out on the program here right now. Yikes, we're ready. Palmer Stevens posted on Thursday night a picture and says, Hey, everyone, you know, the movie uh, Jesus Revolution is playing in Kingston. And Tanya and I are like, Oh, man, we got to let's do it. And the theater was starting to sell out. So I'm like, It's a great date night. No game on. So I bought tickets for Kingston. So I'm ready to go. And then the next morning, a one Elizabeth Hymas comments on the said post. And said, actually, it's, it's playing in Belleville tonight. <laughs> oh, so I'm like, there you go. are you kidding me? So I, I'm i at the point in my life where I'm like, well, I'm not driving to Kingston. I'm buying other tickets. There, there was a go. time in my life where I would have been stubborn and said, I'm not buying two sets of tickets. I bought two sets of tickets, and then I gave there the other go. one away to some Kingston friends. So mm. You should go, Bob. It's in Belleville. It's at the Galaxy, isn't it? Yeah, the only Belleville. Do you remember a time in Belleville when you had to ask which theater it was at? Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> and do you remember when it was at the, where, you know, at the at the mall? Do you remember the theaters at the mall? The two cinemas, I do. Yeah. And then we'd, or, or downtown. Mm-hmm. You had two there. Do we have three downtown at the Royal LePage building down there? The Bell Star 3. Yeah, that's right. And wow. we just, we didn't even really, we kind of laughed when we talk about Center Theater. We still kind of do mm-hmm. in Trenton. Have you ever been to the? Did you did you ever go to the one at the the Quinney Mall? 
Uh, I don't. I don't know that I was allowed to go to the Quinty Mall one. I definitely went to the one in Trenton. I think my shoes are still there, stuck to the floor. <laughs> but yeah, it was, that was a that, yeah, na- that, that totally was a nasty happened. little theater. Oh <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was it. Was it was there was some things there that were wrong, just downright wrong yeah. about that theater. Yikes. Um, okay, we're going through. We've talked about that. Uh, I have a thing about the Zamboni driver. And I don't know what the Zamboni driver. Maybe he went to the movie. Also, when Jenny told me there was a story called Jesus Revolution, and it was based on a true story. I'm like, yeah, Jesus is a true story. But yeah. then she told me it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't. it wasn't about him. I was like, no, no, that's sort of important to us. It has, that's a true one. We, yeah. It's not fiction. So This is driving me nuts. The, the Zamboni driver. I've got this story to talk it, about, and it's not there. Is his name Marcus Stroman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. it's not that. Um, the, the one story that, that I do want to talk about is our Belleville uh, Bulls, who became Belleville Bulldogs, are now on the move again. Oh, I did not hear this. Yeah, have you heard this, Steve? I, so, I heard that they were, yeah, they were selling them. Where's well, selling he's, the not, he's moving them. Wow, they were okay. just in the Memorial Cup. Yeah, now the reason is this is the city council in Hamilton said we're going to renovate the Cops Coliseum, yeah. which I don't know what it, I think it's called First Ontario Place. You know what? I'm going to make so a bad. vow for Lent. I'm giving up oh. the corporate names. For the rest of Lent, I'm going to just talk about what the original name was. Nice. Hey, so dig, so through it. At Sky Dome. So yeah, Cops man. Coliseum is being shut down for two years, maybe three, for them to do renovations. So wow. they are moving them. And they don't have a corporate name there, but the Brantford Civic Center. How how wow. classic is that? So, a home of the Brantford Alexanders, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the Brantford Smoke of the Colonial League, mm-hmm. uh, Roly the goalie Melanson played with them. Um, so, the Belleville Bulls, who turned into the Belleville Bulldogs, who are now the Brantford. They've got they've changed their jersey because they're going to be there for at least three years. It's the Brantford Bulldogs. Okay, wow. And there is much a rumor afoot that they won't be going back. Oh, interesting, okay. A lot of people are saying, but why would Hamilton put all that money into an arena and they not go back? So, But a lot of people are saying, ah, I think we're going to stick in, in Brantford. Brantford only seats 3,000 people. It's the hottest ticket in town. Oh, that's interesting, okay. Yep. How many teams are there in Calgary these days? I mean, you've got the Hitmen, the Wranglers. Yeah, we've got... And my my son Drew went to a Wranglers game the other night and got up on the jumbotron. So, Did he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did he yeah. pull so his shirt he, up and show his belly? He loved. It. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, more grave rolling for my grandfather's if he did that. Yeah. No, he beha- he behaved himself like a good height man. But yeah, no, he uh, he loved it. But yeah, it's the the Wranglers, the Hitmen, and the Flames. And then we got a lacrosse team here too. So they say this year with the Wranglers, the the Scotiabank Saddle Dome, or no, sorry. The Olympic Saddle Dome. Sorry to put the corporate name. Oh in there. yeah, that's right. Uh, you got to take it out. Is uh, is the like one of the busiest arenas in all of like in any Canadian city because there's so much stuff going on. So. I mean, there's there's advantages to having everyone at the same arena, but you got to think there's disadvantages, right? Yeah, yeah. The I mean, Wranglers like well, but they but the the I think they're like fifteen dollars seats. Like it's pretty good for a family. Like that's the that's the ticket to go to is these. I think that's where most of the Sutter boys played with was with the Wranglers. <laughs> I, think I, think so. they, I think they are still coaching them or doing something. 
They likely have a stake in the team. One of them plays the organ. One of them's Harvey the Hound. Like, they're everywhere. (laughs) They're literally everywhere. Are the lacrosse guys still the Roughnecks? I think so. I thought that was a pretty pretty neat game. I think that's what they're called. I don't remember in the podcast a couple weeks ago, did we talk about this young gentleman here? On the, uh, he commented on his own wanted poster on Facebook. What? Okay. <laughs> oh, we gotta get, we gotta get the right music. The Jesus Revolution music is not the the right music. He's a, he's revolutionary. He's ahead of his time. That guy. Okay, so let me read this. This was a few years ago, and uh, funny, funny story. Man comments on his own wanted poster on Facebook. So this is the Richmond, uh, in Washington State. Oh, Richmond yes. WA Police Department. They posted Wanted Wednesday. Anthony Akers, 38, is wanted by the Department of Corrections for failure failure to comply. If you have any information, please call. And they put the number in there. So they posted this on Facebook. In the comment section, he writes, Anthony Akers writes, Calm down, I'm going to turn myself in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then That's they write, amazing. Hey, Anthony. We, and then, so about uh, four days after he wrote this, the Richmond Police Department writes back on it and says, Hey, Anthony, we haven't seen you yet. Our business hours are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. through <laughs> nice. Monday through Friday. Nice. Of course, if you need a ride, you can call non-emergency and they give the number and we'll pick you up. Oh, nice. So then he writes back. Thank you. Trying to t- uh, try tying up a couple loose ends <laughs> since I will probably be in there for a month. Should be there in the next 48 hours. Okay, good. Uh, so, uh, so then someone writes about three days after that. Has he turned himself in, Richmond Police? And they say, no, he has not. And then, oh, no. then they write, Anthony Akers, a man's word is all he's got sometimes. It seems like you don't keep your word. So then... Then the the police they, the police department write this snazzy little post. It says, uh, uh, "Mondays, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, Moreau's Mondays." Dear Anthony, is it us? Last Wednesday we reached out to you as wanted. You replied and even said you were going to turn yourself in. We waited, but you didn't show. After you oh. stood us up, we reached out again. This time offering you a ride. You replied and said you needed forty eight hours. The weekend came and went. We are beginning to think you were not coming. Please call us anytime. So then he writes back, Dear RPD, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> is, is he breaking up with the police? <laughs> so then he goes, I obviously have commitment issues. I apologize for standing you up, but let me make it up to you. I will be there no later than lunchtime tomorrow. I know you have no reason to believe me after what I did to you, but I promise that if I don't make it up, uh, make it on my own by lunchtime tomorrow, I will call for a ride to assist with my commitment issues. Thank you in advance for your response. If you, uh, uh, sorry, thank you in advance to your response. If you are patiently giving me another and uh, patiently giving me another chance with us, I know I don't deserve it. P.S. You are, oh. P.S. You are beautiful. <laughs> he writes that, and then I don't know if you see Bob. He posted the next day a picture, and it said. Here for our date, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, nice. And there he is turning himself in. I think that's nice, having the rapport between the... I think yeah, it's good, sure. you know. He's got... Used in the police department. They should do more of that. I, I think they should. I think they should. So, Oh, yeah. you know what? My memory is now coming back to me. Zamboni. Zamboni. Three years ago. Here we go. Three years ago. Let's po- post it. This was probably one of my favorite memories 
that happened three years ago, and let's just play a segment from it now. Uh, Bobby, you're not going to like this. lost an actual National Hockey League game to a 42-year-old Zamboni driver who works for them! (laughs) Forget Game 7 in 2013, in 2018, in 2019. Wow, they get humiliated a lot. Well, forget all of them! They just lost to a 42-year-old Zamboni driver who works for the Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you yelling for? Can't you appreciate what a great story it is? How cool it is? This guy's getting to live his childhood dream. This is the coolest thing ever. He gets called into an actual NHL game, and not just with a couple seconds left, with half of an actual NHL game left, and he's got to defend it? He's got to defend a lead? That is truly the stuff of scripts. You gotta put that in a movie. You could sell that to Disney tomorrow. That's incredible. How don't you feel good about that? Come on. Because in the movies, it would be a lot more exciting. In the movies, the team shooting against the emergency goalie would actually shoot! But in real life, in actual reality, it's a lot more boring than that. They just don't do anything. They're the Toronto Maple Leafs. I wrote a book, a full book, about my Leafs fandom called This Team is Ruining My Life. And I wrote this before they followed up a 4 nothing win against Sidney Crosby and the Pittsburgh Penguins when they lost to a 42-year-old Zamboni driving emergency. <laughs> Steve Dangles. That was my first introduction mm. to Steve three years ago. And and the, the David Ayers story was... Yep. Uh, something like that's that's got to be a movie at some point. You would think it sounded like Steve Dangle had uh, COVID before it was even a thing. <laughs> he did, though. Yeah. I think he launched COVID because it was like two weeks later the world shut down after mm-hmm. the Zamboni uh, driver. Uh, and I do have a David Ayers jersey, so that was my David Ayers story. That was three wow. years ago, and and I I just love that story. So, mm. uh, th- I, and I'm I love the whole emergency backup, the e bug situation. And in Belleville, we had to have we've had to have an e bug twice. Wow! Uh, not get into a game, but we're, we'll watch. So whenever you uh, have a goalie that goes down for an injury, not usually in the second period, but by the third, the e bug is on on the bench. So uh, right. Laval was. If you've been to CAA Arena, the visiting goalies for the most part will stay on the opposite side, not with their team. They'll make them. They'll sit in a different area because they're protected by glass. On the bench, they're not protected by glass. And the puck will hit them. And um, the the Laval Montreal prospect goalie there, uh, Caden Primo, he got nailed in the head and had to go off. And they had an e-bug goalie who's there for both teams. And he got dressed up. They had a jersey on him. They didn't have his name on him. But I I just love the whole idea of an e-bug can get in there. Uh, wow! I, yeah, I, I, they're trying to get rid of it at one point, but I think it's still it's still around, right? Yeah, I think actually we should do more of that. Right? I think I think if you have an e bug, you got to get them in the game. Yeah, and more sports too. Yeah, I mean, so, if you have a pitcher go out, you got You got to get one more pitcher, and then you got to put an e mm-hmm. an e bug pitcher in. Uh, well, yeah, I think so. That was another. We talked about rule changes. I think if you if you uh, for violating some of your pitching rules or something like that, I think you got to pitch the wrong hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I think that would be okay. Maybe dexterous. Pick an, a random uh, fan from the stands and make them pitch. Yep, yeah, bring yeah. them in as an e bug. Maybe the the lady that sits behind home plate. Oh, I bet you she's got a wicked curve. I'll bet she does. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, I know you hate the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm aware of that. But 
they did a pretty classy move when they had their e-bug goalie uh, from the where is he? Yeah. University of Alberta. I think so. We we I'll give him a bit of credit because my oldest son has decided he's an Oilers fan. And you're he's, kidding? He's, Have you disowned him yet? He's moving by other children. Well, I mean, I could say I've got this lifelong fan, but who are we kidding? Thirteen years ago, I didn't care what happened to Calgary, Alberta, but now that <laughs> yeah. I live here, and now that your loving wife is there, right? You, yeah, you, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, they put so if you don't know the story, Bob, they had an e bug situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they I don't know what happened to the starter. They put their backup in. They brought the e bug in. Uh, sitting on the bench, and with two minutes, Oakley. I don't know. I don't okay. know if you can see this here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I see the. Yeah, yeah, you got a little buddy there. there. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, with with uh, two minutes left in the game, I think was Edmonton up seven to four. I don't, I don't know this story. Oh, okay, I think Edmonton was up seven four, and then uh, they brought in the backup goalie who is just a emergency backup to, to play the just, last two minutes of the game. Just just to give him a little bit of ice time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so cool. now his name will be in the record books as an NHL player. Yeah. And, and he was just, he, I think he's a, a goalie with university of Alberta and yeah, uh, the, I think so, yeah. the B- Griffins wow. or what do they call themselves? The, the, the golden bears, I think is there. Yeah. Name, yeah, so. yeah. Something like that. So it I, was, I think they should let Peter Pockley's da- dad back on the cup. Though. I think they should take <laughs> yeah. the X off, right? Mm-hmm. Bring back, bring back Basil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think if we can't get Pete Rose in the, in the, uh, you know, the baseball hall of fame, why not bring him in the hockey hall of fame? We'll sure. put him on the Stanley cup. Do it. Sure, yeah, I think yeah. we should do any of those things. Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Do you want to do karate in the garage with the giant size rat that's out there, Bob? <laughs> I would watch. <laughs> um, I don't know about you, but March break is coming up and, and my birthday's coming up. So having a birthday on Thursday and uh, I, I'm going to feel a little old. I'm prepping my family now. I'm like telling them like, I did something for my daughter, and she goes, well, what, you know, I, you shouldn't do that, Dad. I said, oh, I, I'll do it because I love you and because you're buying me a really nice birthday present. She's like, well, I haven't got you anything yet. I'm like, you're buying me a nice birthday Food present. Food for thought, yeah. yeah. Well, happy yeah. birthday and merry March break. Yeah. Merry March Appar- break. Apparently, Dollarama has $1.50 uh, extra long shoehorns, <laughs> yeah. which is what I'm, I'm going to ask uh, for. I thought you were so. going to say Rugnet Odeur figures. No, they're not $1.50. No, no. They're 4 bucks. Oh, yeah, wow. they're high-quality stuff. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it when I said Is Rugnet signed anywhere? Is he like in Tokyo, Japan or something like is that? Is he not still in actually, Baltimore? Is he still with Baltimore? I never heard I think of him leaving. He's with the Toledo Mudhens now, uh, so that's the, that's okay. the team. If anyone's going to bet on baseball, it would be him, right? Oh, like, yeah. for sure. But he'd get let in. Like some some reason they'd let him yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the villain the of baseball. Birds. For the edge of Tom Fuller, I'm Bruce Mackey. I'm Bob Morris. I am Steve Height. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Have a great March break, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>